0: RBN cruising at light speed. Here's your host Steve Stars.
1: Welcome to the show, everybody. Today, uh, glad to be with you again on a Monday, Steve Stars here on Lightspeed. I, I enjoy doing this show. I it's uh, just one day a week, <laughs> but I, I'm off to a good start every every week with this show because I believe I'm doing something productive. You got you guys listening out there. Uh, you're there doing what you're doing. I know. Uh, Glad to have you along again. Hope you got through the weekend okay. You're digging out of the cold. A lot of us are in various places. It's warming up a little bit here out here in Colorado where I am. Don't know where you are, but uh, glad to have you along. There are people all over the country, all over the world listening to RBN. And they're the people who are informed and people who are going to make changes. So we're glad to have you uh, a part of a, of a big team effort is what it's got to be, friends. We have got to pull together right now because we are underneath a lot of uh, strain and stress from a number of different sources, as you know. Um, summing things up, I guess that looks like Ron DeSantis has jumped out of the race now, and only Nikki Haley is the only tenacious uh person who is going to seem to be holding on against uh, Trump's nomination, it's going to be a rather boring series of caucuses and uh, state conventions, I think, all the way through. But uh, the momentum is gaining. Uh, You know that uh, I have always said that, excuse me, I, uh, I am a Trump supporter, but I've been very critical of a lot of the things he's done. Uh, Due to the fact, I think he's been lackadaisical in law enforcement primarily, which is his number one job and chief concern. As a law enforcement officer, his job is to be the person who is in charge of all law enforcement. That's the president's job to enforce the laws. Uh, The borders have went. uh, He did try to shore those up pretty well and was making progress with it. But he let a lot of people in his cabinet, uh, cabinets, I should say, run around him. One of which was Anthony Fauci, who we said even before he took office, he needed to get rid of Fauci immediately. Most people didn't know who he was. But now you do. Okay. Uh, Another uh, mistake, of course, was with uh, Jeff Sessions, who turned out to be a panty waste. You know, he, he couldn't do anything. He recused himself. And, and what at this point we really needed was somebody who was really strong in law enforcement. And uh, that's what we didn't get. You know, we didn't get a, a good law enforcement officer at the Attorney General's office uh, because Jeff Sessions have obviously failed under the pressure. And uh, that dragged on and on. Then when the uh, Trump witch hunt came up, of course, we had Julie, uh, Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani from New York, who was mayor when nine eleven went down. And then we had uh, Bob Mueller, uh, Mueller they call him, I call him Mueller, because I think he's a mule. Uh, I think he's related possibly to the German Mueller, Herman Mueller, wasn't it? Who knows? But anyway, uh, they had these two people who were covering up nine eleven, deciding the fate of Trump, uh, and the witch hunt and the steel dossier that was fabricated all this went on for 18 months been what was it 40 million dollars something like that i don't know what the figure was exactly but you know a lot of waste of time and waste of money but anyhow <clears throat> that should have been straightened out right away excuse me Get a little bit of a kind of an aftermath of this uh cold weather i think in my in my system i'm getting out of it though hey You can, too. But anyway, uh, the point being simply that, uh, you know, Trump allowed this to go on for a long time and wasted a lot of money. And, of course, uh, we knew then by that time or should have known that Hillary Clinton had uh, altered the election at the last part of it, uh, even though it was too late because Trump had already won the states for uh, election that he needed. The electoral vote was already in his uh, pocket by the time Hillary started trying to cheat. In the middle of the night. This is when these big boats come in. All, all of a sudden, three and a half million boats come in, in the middle of the night. Trump should have looked into that right away. and He didn't. But anyhow, I, uh, I, I regress, I guess, because I'm only going back to say that I am pleased to see that Donald Trump is not giving up. But I am also cautious, friends, because, uh, you know, I don't know that he has the skill set to actually enforce the law. I'm concerned about his inability to handle certain things. And while these criminals play, you know, the, the cats away, you know, we are we're seeing that the whole country just collapse. We're in a, in a state of I've never seen anything like this in, in my life, of course. And I don't believe anybody who would have lived from the beginning of this country till now would say they had ever seen a more dire situation for the United States of America than right now and right now because the banking system as we know which was illegal in 1913 with the federal reserve and the irs that came in the same year you know both of them have just run us ragged and they're they're bas- basically stealing everything that isn't nailed down and plying up everything that they can that is it's that bad as you know so um, how are we going to fix it well Another thing that could have happened, of course, with Donald Trump was, uh, had he really been willing to dig in, we passed the bill to audit the Fed three times, three, one, two, three times in Congress, every time the number of uh, congressional representatives who voted for it for auditing the Fed increased, even among Democrats. Remember, uh, Dennis Kucinich even uh, crossed the aisle to be one of the first Democrats to to join Ron Paul's move to audit the Fed. Well, we should have done that. At the very beginning, that should have been done. But instead, uh, Donald went to uh, the local, uh, you know, Goodwill store, you know, which is not really the Goodwill store. It's Georgetown University. And he found uh, Jerome Powell at Jesuit Georgetown, and he decided to put him in as uh, head of the Federal Reserve. When they, you know, Trump, uh, figuratively, is the head of the Reserve. He should have been. He's always been the way it was set up. He should have decided people that people have voted three times were going to audit the Fed. He should have started right there. So, you know, you can say, am I excited about uh, Trump gaining the momentum and having a clear cut, uh, almost a clear path, I think, to the nomination? Yes. But, you know, what's going to happen, the Democrats are going to keep throwing these crimes and, and these artificial charges against him, some of which may have some bit of merit, but not enough to make uh, what they're making them making them out to be. So that's going to continue, and uh, <clears throat> the Trump soap opera is going to continue as well. Which I, I'm I've never really been a Trump fan because of his soap opera antics and his uh, it, the news media coverage about him has always been. You know, you'd always see his name and face on uh, National Enquirer back in the 1990s, and you know, Trump and Marla Maples, Trump and Vanna, and Trump's. Uh, Bankrupt again, this and that. I was never, I'd never been a, a fan of Trump, uh, in terms of the kind of socialite life he's had. But I will give him credit. I, I want Trump to succeed as much as possible, friends. I, I have been a supporter. I talked to Eric Trump when he came out here in, in 2010 and had about 10 or 15 minutes. So he and I talked, and you know it was a usual political meet and greet type thing. But I started to talk to him a little bit about the stress and everything that's on the family, and he it was kind of amazing. He opened up, and we—I really felt like we connected, you know, for a couple of minutes there talking, and and uh, you know, I like Eric uh, Trump. I like—I think he's got a lot of. Uh, um, He's got a lot of stability. He's got, you know, a pretty cool head, and I think he might be the, the leader of the family eventually, but i do not not sure about Don Jr. But uh, anyhow, we did talk about what was upcoming, and sure enough, a lot of these things happened, not as succinctly as I had predicted, but uh, they were beginning to take place. So now we know that Trump uh, is perched, or uh, per purging, <laughs> perched to purge. Uh, he is he is set to go and uh, begin uh, this this campaign with all of this flack going on in the media, and that is a serious problem. As long as we keep uh, bickering over things that uh, are invisible and ignoring the obvious, I think we're going to have problems with getting the, anything straightened out. Now, I did not want to get into the politics too much on this because it's going to be a long year. This is going to be a pivotal year, friends. And uh, I don't know how long, uh, you know, we are going to have to even be dealing with political issues. This is not going to be like 2016 or even, um, you know, 2018 and 2020. Or 2022. I think we're going to have a, a, a real mudslinging, dangerous knockdown, shootout, okay, corral a fight all the way to election day. And you know, the news media, the line news media, which I worked with in 1980. I was a news anchor and a small uh, ABC affiliate. Got out of it very early. Didn't want to be a part of it. Never really did. I just I wanted to learn television, so I ended up in a, <laughs> going to television school at uh, local uh, ABC and CBS affiliates, big ones and little ones, all the way up to the satellite uh, uh, networking and to uh, you know, the big cables as well. But um, you know, I learned uh, very early on that the news media, of course I knew going in, is a, a horrible organization and a horrible uh, lockstep uh, propaganda system. And um, I knew that going in. I didn't really want to stay with it to begin with. But I, for a little while, was at an ABC News, uh, uh, I was a news anchor at an ABC affiliate and also worked at a very large CBS affiliate in Denver. And I had seen this coming for a long time. It doesn't surprise me, but I am actually aghast, aghast at how horrible the news media has become. It was bad years ago when in 1980 and 81, uh, it, it has gotten worse and worse ever since then. And we have got to keep this network on the air because people have to have the truth. We, not, uh, I'm very strong in helping to support RBN, And I've also had an opportunity to kind of get to know Jim Petzer. I've been following him for years, and he and I have been talking. We did a show together uh, on the 1360 KHNC out here uh, on AM uh you know just last week and Jim's got a lot going on uh we're going to be teaming up with uh together to do some do some things and you know both of us are pretty busy Jim's got a great uh, show running I thank God he has come in and and is now here at the network uh, support him and his sponsors and and uh you know tune in and and stay attention attentive uh, keep your attention on what's going on because uh, he, he's a you know one of the founders of our movement, the Patriot Truth Movement. You know he's been around for a long time and he knows a lot about these things and he is willing to ask the questions that we need to be asking and that's uh, really good. Uh, you know having him on on the network now coming in doing his stuff and we're going to be promoting some of his uh, videos on Rumble and some other things as well and working some new uh, uh, avenues of communications. We've got to get these clips and these uh, these links out to people. We have to get people's attention, keep them tuned in. You're going to hear things on RBN that you won't hear on other networks. Um, and that doesn't mean we're behind or ahead. It just means that there has to be a wide span of, of attention on a lot of details here. So that being said, it's good to be back with you on Monday. <laughs> And uh, the challenge is ahead, friends. And the biggest one I think we're going to be facing is with the financial uh, leverage of this entire nation right now. Because the banks are in trouble, as you may know. The stock market is, is teetering on, on a huge collapse. It's been coming for a long time. They keep meeting in Congress to talk about how they're going to pay the bills and raise the debt. When, in fact, they should be dealing with the criminal activity that's taking place and instead. One of which is uh, why this criminal Joe Biden, and he is a criminal, uh, apparently, apparently so, uh, I would say. Now, I can't say that. I can allege that, right? I can say, I, I allege Joe Biden is a serious criminal, and I think the evidence is pretty indicative that he is. How do we let this guy continue to operate for the next, uh, you know, it'll be almost a year, won't it? He will still be in office almost a year from now. And a little shy of it when his inauguration, uh, I think it's January 21st. So we still have almost, what, 360 days of Joe Biden left. Think about that right now. Uh, What kind of trouble can we get in? You're hearing right now that uh, 90,000 troops have been activated on the behalf of NATO to go into the Ukraine now. So w- the U.S. is supporting a NATO proxy war at this point in a losing battle that should have never started in the first place. But um, we are still in a big, a big problem with that situation. How do you get out of it? Well, one of the things you do is just get out. Uh, the other is you try to negotiate a peace uh, arrangement with uh, Mr. Putin. And I think it's entirely possible, if it's reliable, he'll agree to it. He didn't want to get into this war in the first place. And he was uh, justified when he said that the people of the Donbass region, you know, uh, Lugansk and Donetsk, that area there, just like Crimea earlier, had voted to join the the Russian Federation. They wanted to separate from Ukraine. They had voted to do it. The vote carried. uh, And Russia was willing to recognize them. Now, unfortunately, that means that there was bad management back in Kiev, wasn't there? It's that simple. You know, that would have been the... uh, Civilized thing to do, and the United Nations uh, even agreed. And in things that Putin pointed out about uh, at that time, that uh, the UN Charter allowed for this. And instead of uh, following up with the kinds of rules and uh, regulations, protocol and procedure that the UN prescribed, well, the war. You know, Biden got involved in trying to uh, escalate the war and, and support this pervert. Zelensky, this crackhead pervert, he's another Joe, you know, Hunter Biden, if you ask me, and Soros and these fascists uh, to attack Russia. And of course, this wasn't a good idea because you're just throwing Ukrainians into the fires. Well, we saw that coming. I don't know if you were aware of it at the time. I know that here on RBN, we warned people. I did anyway about what was going on and across the Internet. And it's turned out just about the way we expected. Uh, even Henry Kissinger, I don't like him. May I'm not going to say his soul rest. I'm just going to say may he be gone. Uh, you know, even even Kissinger had said this is not a good idea. You're not going to win this war, and uh, it's pretty obvious that they're not. But they wanted to create another proxy war. They needed this to bolster a lot of the idiots out there who want to wave the flag and 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 cheer for America as we get entangled in yet another losing. Foreign war without point. So these are the kinds of things that Trump could have managed. I think uh, the the Democrats did everything they could to keep Trump from talking to Putin the whole time. That's why the witch hunt took place, you know, the fabricated steel dossier witch hunt and all that other kind of stuff that took place. Anyway, I think we know all that, you know all that, and I don't want to to try and uh, browbeat it too much. But I have a clip of Joe Biden that I'm going to play. I played it before. Okay, it's only 18 seconds. But what he states in this clip is horrific, It's horrifically out of, well, it's a lie. It just lies, lies, lies. And how he can uh, stand up there and lie like this is really a problem for all of us. Well, you know, he's a dumbass. Everybody knows that. Yes, he is a dumbass. But he shouldn't be in this position to begin with. And but he, uh, that doesn't excuse what he does. I'm going to point out to you that Richard Nixon made a big mistake like this years ago with the Charles Man- Manson uh, j- tr- uh, trial and jury that was going on at that time and nearly got Manson off the hook because uh, Nixon would have prejudiced the, the trial. Uh, I've got that up on the story now. Uh, maybe let me let me read this first. OK, so you can kind of get the context. This goes back all the way to August 4th, 1970, all right? This is how long ago it is. The story is from the Harvard Crimson. Uh, and it's uh, by Leopold N. Loeb, uh, August 4th, 1970. President Nixon may have freed Charles Manson, not by an active, uh, active executive clemency, but one of errant stupidity. Let's say they're already on Nixon's uh, back about what he did. A little bit uh, far from, uh, not out of the normal from today, right? Anyway, on to the story. Defense attorneys for Manson, Leslie Van Houten, and Susan Atkins, uh, who face charges of murder stemming from the mass killings last August of actress uh, Sharon Tate and six other persons, moved for a mistrial. Moved for a mistrial yesterday after learning that Nixon had said that Manson was guilty directly or indirectly of eight murders without reason. Okay, it was when he said this, made this statement, his uh, press agent just dropped his jaw, and his attorney said, You can't say what you just said. Trial judge uh, Charles N. Holder denied the motion, pending an official version of the Nixon remarks, but a defense attorney said the judge was alarmed at the report. Okay, oops. Late last night, however, Nixon. Uh, said flatly that he did not mean to imply that Manson was guilty. Nixon made the remarks during the impromptu press briefing at a law enforcement conference in Denver. He criticized the press, saying that it tends to glorify and to make heroes out of those who engage in criminal activities. Well, move, right? Okay, I'll get right back after this break, and we'll play the clip from Biden. Stay tuned.
4: Free shipping on orders over fifty dollars. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN.
1: Rocking on down the road. Glad to be back with you, right here on RBN, friends. Steve Stars on Lightspeed every Monday. Yeah, we were talking a little bit about uh, you know Charles Manson and Nixon years ago, back in 1970, and this was when Nixon made that uh, off the cuff remark that almost uh, amounted to a mistrial of Charles Manson. Manson was said to have told his lawyers, "Here's a man who's accused." of 800,000s of murders now accusing me of killing eight, eight murderers. Although the jury in the Manson trials kept a sequestered in a hotel and denied access to newspaper accounts during the, the trial. Attorneys expressed concerns that they might learn of the president's remarks through visits from relatives. So Manson actually did find out about this, and he was walking around inside the courtroom with the newspaper saying, you know, Nixon uh, declares Manson guilty, which he can't do. Well, Nixon finally got together. Ronald Ziegler, his presidential press secretary, called reporters together to clarify, quote, clarify the president's statement. Ziegler said that Nixon failed to use the word alleged, alleged in his statement, the phrase he could have used uh, uh, and it would have avoided the misinterpretation. So you see what I'm saying is that the, the president of the United States is not allowed as a president to make calls for a court. That just isn't the way the government works. Uh, Attorney General John Mitchell at that time, who was president when Nixon made the statement, said later, I don't believe the president made the charge or implied one. Well, actually, the, it was all interpreted to what, as to the way it was put out. Now, let's fast forward to what Joe Biden, the imbecile, did. You know, why isn't his nose being rubbed in this is what I want to know. I've called the the, uh, House uh, subcommittee, uh, well, on the House Judicial Committee, that is, and said, why aren't you guys making a point of this? This man cannot lie. Uh, If we got that clip, let's play this clip. Listen right now to what uh, Biden actually said. Over 140 police officers were injured. (laughs) Jill and I attended the funeral of police officers who died as a result of the events of that day. Lies. Yeah, those were lies. They they died because he... Mm -hmm. Yep. He uh, also blamed the the mob uh, that was behind Trump for being behind all this. This is the kind of stuff that's incredibly dangerous. It's not legal. You can't do this. A president of the United States cannot make these claims. He lied. There were no cops killed uh, on... uh, January sixth, one cop uh, even was clarified by the New York Times died of a, of a stroke later on on the seventh, unrelated. It was natural causes, but he might have been stressed. Yes, there probably were a few that were injured, but there wasn't like a hundred and forty or whatever. Why isn't the House taking this uh, out uh, publicly and making Biden apologize for it? That's what I want to know. You know, it's not like it's you, well. That's there's bigger bigger things on this. Table. No, there aren't. We got how many people that are in prison right now uh, serving long sentences because of January 6th. We now know that the pipe bomber was uh, apparently looks, appears to be allegedly, I'll say, tied to the uh, FBI. It looks just like his explosives. The very same setup that they used to train FBI agents to look out for uh, with pipe bombs. I mean, the same parts. I mean, they're identical right out of the classroom. And then this person is still wandering around free. we got Ray Epps, that idiot. I mean, we have all these people out there who need to be facing uh, some serious scrutiny and under under intense investigation while Biden lies, just lies to you about these things. Uh, This is what I'm saying is wrong here. Okay. You know, yeah. How about how about the the budget? Like, they keep talking about the budget. Mike Johnson and you know, Speaker of the House and people like that. How many more trillion dollars are they going to add? How much money goes to uh, Ukraine? How much money goes to Israel? How much money is spent here and there on everything like that? The, the country is lost in terms of ever ever paying any of this back, friends. Bottom line is, it's not going to happen. Uh, we had a chance years ago of actually balancing the budget until 9-11 happened, uh, was a stockman you know, who worked for Reagan, uh, the financial guy, and uh, he had said, it's hard to believe, but the economy was growing so fast that we could have the national debt paid off by 2015, the whole national debt. If they didn't spend anymore, but no, no, they couldn't do that, they turn around and start a war in Iraq, spend money on that, and keep escalating this thing because it's all about the debt money system that the banks have orchestrated, something that should have been audited and stopped when Donald Trump took office in 2017, after the 16th election. What happened? We didn't do it. How are we going to fix it now? I don't know. You know, you've heard the most recent audacious claims about the FBI, how they're going to start tracking people for all this money that's coming in. They want to make sure they have every little dollar and cent accounted for. They're locking you down. As Catherine Austin Fitz has said, financial freedom, the ability to make your sales and to deal with the the day-to-day things that you're buying and selling is your freedom. If you don't have that, if you're constantly under surveillance, if you're constantly under threat, if you're constantly being monitored to pay for a government that does nothing but start stupid wars and put stupid people in power and uses a propaganda media system, you know, then you're not going to have any freedom at all. That's how bad it is. The whole thing about the United States of America essentially was we wanted to start a country that would have they would have freedom enough for, for people to, to uh, go ahead and, and pursue happiness. What is that? It's freedom. That's what they're taking away. For it. Stay with us. We'll be right back with these messages. I
5: want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth.
0: visit
4: blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code repub one zero. that's R-E-P-U-B-1-0
5: Find your inner rebel at Dixie Republic the world's largest confederate store located in Traveler's Rest South Carolina the anti-white anti-Christ anti-Southern world ends at the asphalt welcome to God's country
4: Email ProudSouthern123 at gmail.com and let them know that
0: RBN sent you. Homeowners, are you in foreclosure, expecting to be served with a foreclosure lawsuit, or suspect your lender has coerced you into an illegal mortgage transaction? paying the right party, we can help. Our initial consultations are free of charge. We are not attorneys. We are legal researchers and work closely with experienced lawyers who know how to help you find the evidence to help you keep your home. Email Tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Broadcasting.org. <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right. Hey, welcome back to uh, Lightspeed. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Steve Stars here with you on every Monday here at RBN. Uh, of course, we're talking a little bit about, you know, what we've allowed to go on all this time. And our elected officials have been negligent and, and purely asleep at the wheel, uh, concerned with the budget. Uh, that we don't have, the money we don't have, more than what the uh, the fabric of the nation is all about, which is really law and order. It's all about money to these people. See? They go to Congress to make money. Very few of them uh, walk out of Congress after two years, four years, six years, or the Senate for six years or whatever. Without making millions of dollars, they have the uh, option of uh, uh, playing uh, inside information. They make laws and rules, and they know which way things are going to go. They advise people. Uh, it's a uh, you know just a turnstile, uh, you know, revolving door if you like of, of people going in and out of government and into big business. You've got people like uh, William Barr, another very very bad pick. That Trump put in office, and you know, I had I kind of got a sick feeling in my stomach when I heard him mentioned as the new Attorney General, the one that was supposed to replace the old bad Attorney General. Barr was another traitor too. He was involved in uh, small cell, uh, small uh, phone cell uh, legislation that was going through on behalf of Verizon before this, and of course, many of you know he was also uh, very vocal in the whole Ruby Ridge issue years ago. Uh, Randy Weaver and that whole thing that went down. So we know that, uh, you know, there have been a lot of these people who are leftovers from the deep state. Why uh, Rudy Giuliani and Robert Mueller are going to handle the special investigation behind closed doors where they're probably uh, having drinks and talking about the good old days rather than anything important, knowing that they have to waste as much time as possible with and our money. Uh, on something that they didn't really want to explore anyway, which was the steel dossier complete fabrication. All this stuff's been going on. Well, you know, we sit here and hope that our government is going to work. Now, I like Donald Trump, and I, I want him to succeed. Nobody knows why I am more interested in seeing Trump succeed than will I do and my wife and a few other people that are local to me. But I want to see him succeed because I I believe we need a good leader. But at the same time, I'm very concerned with the fact that a lot of people think he's going to solve problems when I think he really screwed things up last time. You know, one thing I hate hearing is that song about the snake. You know, he talks about the woman and the snake because I keep thinking, Donald, you're the woman and that snake was Fauci. Now, you should have known better. and You still should know better. He's going to have to come clean on that. Everybody knows this. You, you, you know, you, you promoted this thing, and it was a horrible, stupid, absolutely ridiculous idea. I worked with uh, a group, in an organization called Rethinking AIDS, and we had Tom DeFerdinando on here, who's you know, still heading it up. We had some great people involved with us, like G. Edward Griffin. Uh, so many other great scientists, uh, Dr. Peter Duesberg, Richard Stroman, Kerry Mullis, you might know some of these people. Uh, and, of course, uh, great journalists, too, like Celia Farber and a lot of good people, Neville Hodgkinson, Tom Bethel. Uh, the list is very long with people who have very high credentials involved with our organization refuting the viral AIDS hypothesis. And that means we may be getting to the Ebola thing, for instance. Don't think I've forgotten about it. But anyway... Uh, we did all this work to put together a good consortium of people who knew exactly what was going on here, who could have advised Trump. He should have cut the AIDS budget when he came in day one. You know, what they did with the AIDS budget, they started out with $200 million. Okay, maybe it wasn't so bad in 1984. We needed to clean up the the blood supply, and we were going to start looking for antibodies that might indicate that foreign proteins and various things have uh negative value would be in the blood supply that wasn't altogether that bad but it went from 200 million to a billion a year they kept adding billions by uh 19 uh let's see know by 2016 that budget was up to about 30 billion dollars they were adding a billion not just uh you know putting another billion in they were adding a billion to the total And so he spent about a trillion dollars on that whole fraud by now. Almost all that when you consider all the private donations, foreign companies and uh, foreign investment. You know, Trump could have shut that budget down right there and had all the money he needed to build the wall. You know what I mean? But you can't do something like that because the whiners are out there. You've got so many people under this damn mystique of idiocy. That we can't change things, and we're allowing these people to make decisions for us. People are listening to this lame stream, lying propaganda system called their news media. I'm trying to say, friends, I worked in it years ago. I got out of it. It wasn't even one-tenth as bad as it is today. If you know somebody that works in the news media, you ought to tell them. Maybe it's your neighbor said, listen, I love you, but you ought to be ashamed of what you're doing. What are you doing to our country here? I mean, you people are, are just lying, you know? How about this story? The Dutch queen from the Netherlands at Davos is now saying biometric digital IDs could be used to track vaccination status. Well, that's not a new idea. But coming from the Dutch queen, this uh, queen maxima of the Netherlands is saying it's also good for school enrollment. It's good for health. Who actually got a vaccination or not? And it's good to get your subsidies uh, from the government. <clears throat> that's what she's saying over there. Of course, you know what they've done to the farmers over in that area. They just tried to drive them underground. They're trying to hurt our farming community right now. They're trying to kill all the livestock. They want to take the meat off the market. These people have to be stopped. And they have to be stopped right away. To hell with the budget. I'm I'm tired of the budget issue getting into the forefront of everything that's going on. Call it Mike Johnson. I do. I call their offices. Call, you can call his own uh, personal, you know, uh, political office, or you can call, you know, the uh, House subcommittees, or you can call the Speaker of the House office and leave a message with these people. You're better off to leave a message, I think, than you are to talk to anybody. That way, you can be like me, talk to, <laughs> talk and talk, and nobody talks back. Leave them a message. Let them know they need to fix this immediately. We are headed into either <clears throat> we're either headed into slavery or revolt. Probably within the next 12 months, friends, it's going to be ultimate lockdown and slavery or it's going to be a revolution. I don't like either one of them. I hope we can avoid both of them. I am not supporting a, a violent revolution. Uh, whether, I've talked about trying to get out of the country just because I love it so much. I don't want to see this happen. But if we don't get this thing fixed, I mean, quick, I'm not looking for the election to solve anything, friends. You, I'm trying to get people to quit thinking about that. Not because I don't like Trump, not because I, I, I you know, I think he can't fix things. Uh, I'm saying because he di- doesn't have a really good performance record and he's up against a lot here. And at this point right now, people are bickering and bitching about who's going to be the president. And, of course, Roger Stone is even saying that he thinks Michelle Obama will be the Democratic candidate. Okay, right. Yeah, like she's really qualified. But anyhow, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that we as Americans, with, with so many intelligent people, with so many industrial people, with people who mean well, American people, for the most part, I think are very good people. You know, I, I still see people all the time when I go to a store and I open the door or something like that, and they walk in, they smile, and say thanks, and I ask them how they're doing, and they, they're getting by, you know. I love my neighbors. I got some great neighbors. I got some great – you folks are great people out there is what I'm saying. I mean, there's a lot of good people here, but why are we being manipulated and used by this filthy line propaganda system that they call the news media? And these filthy, perverted, old, senile bastards – I won't go there. Like, Biden, how is this guy in office? I contacted my uh, Republican representative, who was Ken Buck, prior to January 6th. And I said, Biden cannot be elected for five reasons. One, there are constitutional restraints on high crimes and misdemeanors. We knew already that that was true. We were telling people about the the Hunter laptop before the election, and the news media was covering it up. <clears throat> High crimes and misdemeanors, bribery. Remember when he bribed uh, the uh, the prime minister to fire the attorney general who was, or the attorney, the prosecuting attorney who was who was after Hunter. Remember that. Okay, that's number two. Uh, that's bribery. Three treason. Obviously, they were spying on Trump. They were in, using the entire, uh, you know, what you might call deep state surveillance system. And uh, surveillance that was illegal, technically, politically, to be used against an American citizen, that was, that was treason. There was probably at least three or four or five reasons why they were involved with deep treason. Four, he's an idiot. He can't do it because he's not physically or mentally capable. He can't do the job. He was already losing it. Now he's really losing it, friends. And five, yes, last but not least, he didn't win the election. OK, so Ken Buck didn't respond to me at all. He didn't respond one bit. He didn't even answer. The guy sold out our Republican Party in Colorado, and now you see what happened with the ballot issue here. OK, Colorado has really gone from being a pretty good regular state, leading conservative to the biggest, deepest pile that in, in—it's happened in about the last 15 years, 12 years, it's really decayed, friends, here in Colorado, I'll tell you that. Uh, I'd like to skip over the border into Wyoming, but, you know, we can't do it right now. Anyhow, my point is simply this. We have got to get on the ball and make things work as uh, we are now facing probably the biggest problem we'll ever have in this country, and that'll continue. Until we get at it and uh, find a way to pressure Congress to do the right things now. Which Biden needs to be removed from office immediately, in my opinion. Immediately. By next Wednesday. They ought to get at it. They're sitting around twiddling their thumbs after, what was it, back around July 4th at Lauren Boebert. all people brought open charges of, of impeachment. And then they decided on, well, should we have a hearing with Jonathan Turley, this computer, uh, this constitutional expert and people like that. They all said, yeah, it looks to me like there's enough to charge him with. And then they wasted more time and wasted more time and wasted more time. Well, it's not not enough time to do it right now because the election's coming up. Are you being played? I mean, this is like, to me, what I am seeing is a little bit like P.T. Barnum, you know, who said, uh, there's a sucker born every minute and Americans will be suckered every election, every election, you know. It's kind of like, uh, why do we keep thinking things are going to change if we can't change them now? I try to tell people, don't get your eyes on this election. Get busy with what we need to do now. Because whether Trump comes back and he is a totally new man who could actually uh, acquire the skills of law enforcement to do the job or not, we're still in a bad situation. We may not make it that long. This is going to be a pivotal year, friends. It's going to be a pivotal year because we are facing bankruptcy, we're facing uh, world wars, we're facing another cooked up propaganda scam, which is going on with Ebola right now. I'll get back with you on that. The reason why I haven't talked about that, and you know I, I deal with these germ issues, It's because I want to get a little bit more uh, in depth on what's actually happening. Uh, you're being scared and terrified. You're being knee jerked. They keep telling you about disease X. Is Ebola going to be it? I Doubted. This is like the third time around for Ebola. Disease is said to be only spread by uh, uh, blood, you know, intravenous blood contact or bodily fluids. Where We heard that before, right? Sounds like HIV, right? Uh, but I don't know what, whether Ebola is going to be the big scare tactic or not. But here in Colorado, at a university that I attended, CSU, they're building a bat lab funded by EcoHealth Alliance. Now I put that up on my Substack. If you want to go there, stevestars.substack.com. I think you have to use the HTTPS uh, colon slash slash uh, to get there. But uh, Steve Stars Substack, you can read the story there. I'll be following that. And by the way, go there and uh, subscribe if you like. I'll give you notices. I won't bomb you, and you don't have to pay anything. Give me some likes and give me some comments and spread the links around. I'll probably try to post a lot of my uh, RBN shows up there as well. I have some people who like to listen to the links. And uh, we have our archives running at the network. So, But anyhow, um, yes, we, I will be following up on the Holy Ebola thing, but I do want to get a little bit more informed with some really good people that we have with our Rethinking AIDS group, but the same people who actually exposed. And Scott uh, Atlas, Dr. Scott Atlas, was uh, working with us pretty closely with the Hoover Institution. He was in that office that day that Deborah Burks and Fauci were plying uh, Trump's mind and I'm, I'm absolutely shocked that Trump was so out of, out of out the blue. I think he had dollar signs in his eyes, you know, because he appointed Alex Azar, head of Health and Human Services, that idiot Francis Collins at NIH, and he let that snake fouching in the gate. And this is what they did. Okay, I don't think Trump has discernment, friends. I got to be honest with you. I don't have a lot of confidence in him. Maybe God will do something great for Donald Trump in the next 12 months. You know, maybe he'll have seven months of a relapse kind of a situation like Nebuchadnezzar, you know, seven years. if You know, the story in the Bible, this King Nebuchadnezzar, the emperor of the world. uh, God gave him took his mind away for seven years and he wandered around like an animal in the backyard. Until he finally came to his senses and, and God restored his kingdom to him. And you can read the story. It's in uh, chapter 4. Nebuchadnezzar actually wrote the, the chapter himself. You can read it there in chapter 4 of the book of Daniel. I think Trump needs a change. I don't, I don't think he's ready for coming back, to be honest with you. I wish he were. I'm a guy who likes to support him. I want to get on his side. But I still think he's thinking you can negotiate with these people. This is not a negotiable situation. These, need to be, these people need to be put under such pressure and given an allocated amount of time to come clean. So listen, it's time for you to come clean. Come up here. Tell us what you've done. Let's see if we can get it straightened out. Give them as much leniency as possible if they'll be honest. And then say after that, it's off the table. You're going to suffer the maximum amount of penalty for what you have done. And this is the way that you can sat- satisfy it. And I mean, it. he needs to put his foot down, and these people need to be held accountable. Because if we do not judge ourselves, the Bible says God will judge us. God will judge when we refuse to judge ourselves. And this is happening in this country. I care less about football, I don't care who uh, wins the American Idol i I know the stock market is teetering on the brink friends if you're you're invested in it, you know I don't think you're going to see much improvement. Uh, I'd like cryptocurrency, but they're trying to track that down and right now it's uh you know who knows what's going to happen? Most of this big money is already in overseas banking that's where the big money is It's gone into overseas banking It's been there all along. People aren't banking on America anymore you got all these idiots coming in here into this country. I think uh, some of these people from the balmy uh, Latin America area probably found out what it's like to have a cold winter up here in this last one, oddly enough. And we got all these uh, criminals coming into the country, and it's against the law to uphold the law in Texas. I don't know if you've seen that cartoon, you know, where the Governor Abbott has decided to close the border. Uh, it's not safe for Texans, and he's running into interference with the uh, federal government. Okay, that shouldn't be going on, friends. If Carrie Lake had been elected president, or not president, but uh, governor of uh, Arizona, that- she'd have shut that border down, too. So they're doing everything they can to overrun us. We've got to stick together. We've got to make it happen right here on RBN. I'll be back right after the break here, and we'll finish her up for today.
5: Republicbroadcasting.org smash
4: that donate button like Russian peacekeepers smashing through the Azov neo Nazi terrorists in the Donbass. I don't think you can explain politics without looking at Jewish power any more than you can explain physics without dealing with gravity. 9 11 was a jointly conducted covert operation that involved multiple states the Saudis, the Israelis, and what you could call the deep state in cool the United with States. Anti-Semitic remarks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're jiggling juice, we used to say. Yeah. The Dancing is very lazy. Uh, so even the Republicans now are compromising and they're pushing issues that are destructive to the white race. They
0: would
5: always say, like, are we just going to talk about this stuff on the radio? What are we going to do about it?
0: Either we force the democracy to work by actually getting the ballot access, getting the candidates, getting in office, getting our message out there to the people, or we expose just how undemocratic it is.
4: The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central.
5: That's 818-965-9113. Drinksupertea.com.
1: Hey, welcome back last segment here on lightspeed today on monday and uh boy i kind of wish sometimes i was doing more showtime here at the, the network i really like steve elkins uh gotten to know uh, jim fetzer now after following him after all these years and that's really good his show is coming up next stay tuned uh i'll be listening in now friends i as you know uh I produced a film called HIV equals AIDS factor fraud back in 1996, exposing Fauci, even then, back then. And uh, you can see it on my uh, Substack page. If you go there, you have to scroll down a little bit. Uh, SteveStars.Substack. You can go there. And give me some likes or spread the link. Do whatever you like. Uh, You you can comment. I don't... no no charge if you want to help, you can hey i'm won't turn you down. I can use it but the the thing I'm most concerned is you know you get you the information I can. I will follow up on what's going on with Ebola. I, I think it's going to be like Ebola 1, 2, and 3 before. The last one was about 10 years ago. I don't know how long this is going to last or whether this will be disease X. Uh, you've heard about disease X. You know They're going to scare you again with another uh, germ scare. We know that what they're actually doing, though, is they're pumping people full of graphene oxide. And there also, we're seeing nanoparticles and things like that being put inside a lot of these uh, jabs. There was one story on my Substack page about two doctors and Steve Kirsch actually uh, confirmed this as well. They couldn't find anything living. There was no phosphorus and there was no nitrogen. There was no spike protein. All these things were full of just metallic Particles, nanoparticles, friends. They're actually creating biorobotics and things like that in your body. These jabs are not even about biology, friends. Uh, we're warning you don't fall for any of this. Don't let your children be vaccinated. They're trying to push uh, HPV vaccines. Very briefly, remember that the swine flu was a fraud in 1976. Even CBS News had mentioned that. Uh, The H1N1 in 2009 was investigated by Cheryl Atkinson. She found out that there was no H1N1 flu at all. And the vaccine the people were given all these vaccines for nothing. This was in just two thousand and nine. See the American public has a very, very short memory for recognizing how stupid all this stuff is because they 're robotic they 're being listed being programmed, and they 're not paying attention. You know, uh, very few physicians know what's really going on. I've been able to talk to more doctors about AIDS, and a lot of them are good doctors. They know a lot about fixing bones and, and blood pressure and all these all kinds of things. I'm not putting them down, but they're damn stupid in most cases when it comes to HIV. They don't know anything about it. You know, they don't know anything about Western blot testing, PCR, how frequent you can test positive for antibodies. Uh, you know, there are uh, well, upwards of 102 things, I think it is, that uh, will test a false positive for HIV antibody test. I mean, they don't have any idea how this stuff works, uh, but having been in this stuff, because not because I want to get into it, but because I had to, I've been following it for years. So I will follow up on Ebola. I don't think, maybe I'm wrong, I don't think ebola is going to be disease x it's just another uh you know flash in the pan that they keep using to get attention and and get people thinking about something infectious it's all about mind control friends that's what they're doing here but i'm glad to be here on the network it's really good and and you know i'm going to keep it up uh we need your help to keep the uh the signal going out there great people doing a lot of great work for you keep this keep it going keep it going friends Jim Fester's up next here on RBN. Stay tuned, and I will talk to you next week or sometime in between. You never know. Bye-bye now.
4: free shipping on orders over $50 see the banners for hemp paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash
0: rbn you're listening to the republic broadcasting network because you can handle the truth